Yes, indeed. Welcome to Thinkcast, episode two. With me, London Electricity. And today we are joined by two guests. Jumping Jack Frost and Expectation. Let's go. This is outstanding on Mad Zoo Records. It's the Matzo remix of Dwidala by Rohan and Yunis. Massive shout to Mata and Zohar over at Mad Zoo. Oh my gosh, I love this tune so much. Imolu. called Circle. It's out on Hospital on the latest Future Symptoms EP. Massive shout out to Imo Lu. It's one of my favourite tunes of the year.
Yeah, I think you'll agree. Circle by Imalu. It's a bit of a classic, I reckon. Okay. Switching things up a little bit. Maybe this isn't what you expected. Brand new from the Upbeats. This is Horizon. Shades of Camo and Crooked here. Brand new music now from Easy. This is called Burt Bacharach. On the Influence label. Let's do this. Topic for Thincast 2, as well as amazing drum and bass. 
is this thing that we call expectation. What is it? Is it a good thing? Or is it a bad thing? And how does it apply? In the dance or in the studio? So I asked you, and uh, a lot of you told me what you thought. So we're going to have a discussion today. Jumbo Jack Frost is coming in for the last part of the podcast. Shout to Jack. Frost. Oh, there's a hand creeping in. No, take it, take it, take it. The chairman has just come in for his phone. Okay, now Frank Verdi writes in and says, um, I'm a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan. Uh-oh. So that has taught me that the less expectations I have, the less upset I'll be when the letdown comes. And Andy Deggs replied to that, as a Newcastle fan, I couldn't agree more. Well, I have to say, as, a, as an England football fan, I think that football is a very good way to teach us exactly what expectation is about. I hope you're in a happy place. If you're not, I hope you will be at the end of this podcast. Whether you're at work, whether you're at home, whether you're isolating, whether you're not. Never forget that we are one family. United by our love for drum and bass. this coming in. Say Kassar. This is Shrugs by Mosey on Souped Up.
I wonder if it really says shrugs. You decide. Leanne Mullin says uh, expectation equals pressure, overbearing pressure that you can't live up to. So I guess expectation hinders one. And he says, I think expectation has been unhelpful in terms of what the shit show of a government has done over the last year or so. We expected a better response. We expected to be free earlier. And even now, when we are free, we probably expected more than we've got. Interesting. I don't entirely agree. You see, none of us could have expectations about this pandemic because nobody knows exactly how it's going to behave. However, I think it was only fair that we had expectations that our government would be honest would not be egotistical, would be kind and fair. And it's been none of those things, of course. Oh yes, it's Hazard. Telling it like it is. Hazard for Prime Minister. This is Wiggly Worm. On the amazing new EP by Hazard on Players. Shout to Hype. And if you haven't checked her out, check out Dawn Butler on Instagram or Twitter. She's the MP for Brent. And she told it exactly like it is. She stood up in the Houses of Parliament and repeatedly called Boris Johnson a liar because it's true. And she got thrown out for saying that, which is an archaic law in the House of Commons. But she kept saying it. And she got thrown out and now she's saying it on social media. She is a legend. So yes, Dawn, I know you probably won't be listening to this. But we love you. Keep it up. (laughs) 
coming in ultra fly Uh, Jessica Ashley says, I need to go to go for a run to mull that question over. My gut feeling is expectation is a negative. Then again, maybe life without expectations would be like a blunt pencil, as Blackadder would say. Pointless. I like that. And uh, what Kate is made of says, wow, awesome question. I find expectations can put unnecessary pressure on a situation and make me feel overwhelmed. All of the what ifs. It's true that. And uh, she says, expectations also come a lot from your ego. To quote Etherwood, begin by letting go. Hot tip there from what Kate is made of. I've learned this year that my day is a hell of a lot better if when I wake up, I very consciously let go of my expectations of the day. You know what? It works. I feel like having some NI. Yes, Grey Box out now on Critical. Shouts to Kazra.
shout to NI as well. Consistently brilliant. And, uh, and last week, Liquid, great podcast. I might be appearing on it very soon. Uh, last week, Liquid say expectations are a dangerous thing because unmet expectations are a source of all misunderstandings, arguments and conflicts. That is a very, very powerful point. Expectations are very different to goals, ambitions and targets. Hit the nail on the head. I think, like as well as uh, goals, ambitions and targets, a lot of people confuse expectation with hope. There's nothing at all unhealthy about hope. For me, personally, and it's just me, expectations reek of entitlement. And I'm discounting factual expectations of things that we absolutely know are right. For example, we all expect a certain level of behavior from other people. Like we expect them to be kind, to have good manners that's that's like expecting that you're going to breathe in 10 seconds time we expect people to be respectful I expect myself to be respectful at times in the past I have completely failed on that front especially with Tories shout to all Tories I'm sorry Sort of. A bit. No, I am. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I kind of like isolated you and stuff. Now, more music from the amazing DB for Peace album. If you haven't got it, well, there is a big hole in your collection. 64 brand new tracks, all made in support of families in Palestine who are victims of what many people call the genocide perpetrated by the State of Israel.
You can draw your own conclusions. This is Halogenics and it's called Kruna 2074. And, uh, oh, I just wrongly credited the last NI track to Critical. It's not. It's actually on this album as well. DMB for Peace. Big shout out to Boo for putting it together. It's an album that keeps on giving. Coming, it's Dogger and Salo. Chinkle Freedom on the same album. DB for Peace. Let's go.
my thoughts will never run free I'm more calculated Yeah, this life is different when you're hungry Wanted to fly out of the country Do the things I'm born to do But that takes sacrifice yeah. Don't ever think you're born to lose To keep your appetite hey. But only feed your mind with love So you're making good decisions For the ones you're propping up And maybe some will break your trust But it's a fact of planet Earth yeah. Cause if life was black and white We'd find no diamonds in the dirt We'd find no diamonds in the dirt There ain't no timing like the first You'll be surprised the way the wind follows Nicely from the hurt They say you get what you deserve And I believe it Don't ever feel your purpose has no meaning Cause I can vouch for seeming worthless So searching for a feeling I promise there's a light beyond the ceiling It's just deceiving Yeah Phases of nostalgia is healing Sound of Degs Dusky And Operate On the Overview label Repeat it in your mind Cause when that vision never fades And you got passion into It's called diamonds You could fly With all these pages left to write Understand your soul Stand the test of time Yeah Never doubting anything I wanna rise Felt love to an extreme And there was faces I was blind It's never where it seems It's just amazing how you tried Failure to comply Where's my savior in the sky Yeah Paper plane to raise me high Practicing your aim Should be practicing from time See with pressure There's a balance All these years we walk the line Diamond in the dirt, see the twinkle in your eye Incoming new music from Soul Intent and Dramatic. This tune's called Sardinia. Check it out. It locks to the thing cast and our thing this episode is expectation if you want to send shouts in probably DM on Instagram or you can just put a comment I'll be asking for shouts on episode three fairly soon. And a, a welcome message in from Steve Pycroft, the mighty Steve, drummer, arranger, conductor extraordinaire, former young musician of the year. And Steve says, expectation is pretty much the number one thing that trips me up almost every day. 
expectations of myself musically in the gym yeah I can imagine that's a hard one as a boyfriend I thought you were pretty good as a boyfriend actually as a son as a brother expectations of my family and friends expectations of some random guy driving in the lane next to me aye aye yeah I get I get that one I expect things to be a certain way and it always leads to bullshit feelings and ego-driven reactions. There's that link with ego again. I've got a tattoo. E-N-A-E. Not A-N-A-L. That's the one you're not talking about. Um, anyway, uh, which stands for Expect Nothing, Appreciate Everything. Far from achieving that every day. But... I try to use that reminder so that I can be more accepting and allow life to flow naturally. Yeah, who'd have thought it's taken me 60 years to learn how to ditch my expectations. But, what's that saying? Oh yeah, he who laughs last, laughs longest, or something. And uh, Ray Ray Harp says, expectations provide clarity, which is important in a relationship or necessary, for example, at work. Interesting point. I think certainly if you do have boundaries that you make very clear, and you all agree on them, whether that be at work, with friends, or in a relationship, then it's reasonable to expect that everybody sticks by those boundaries. I think the problems arise when when we expect other people to be a certain way and we haven't agreed that that's how everyone's going to be. Oh, this track is amazing. Check it out. At the dawn. Electro Soul System. Shout to Andre.
counting the phrase. It's interesting. 10, 7, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. 20 bar phrase, I like that. Highly unusual. In drum and bass and dance music in general, the length of a phrase tends to be divisible by eight. So it's normally like eight, 16, occasionally 24, sometimes 32 more often. Make sure I got it right. This is my OCD. And I'm delighted because the phrase length is not what I expected. Because I love surprises. And I would say expectation is the enemy of surprise. And all true creativity involves surprises. And uh, Nerve Music says expectation is tied to the future which we have no control over and this can create anxiety. I try my best to never have expectations of anyone or anything. That can sound negative but it really isn't. It just means I'm never let down. And it's liberating if you can implement that mindset even if it's a continuous work in progress. So many forms of anxiety come from expectations unfulfilled. Spirit X.
out on London Records. It's not a DMB project, but this tune is wicked. Sound of Ozone on Biological Beats. Brilliant EP. All the tracks are strong. This is called Inception. I think I'll play another one after this. type DJ um, it's, it's an understatement really he says uh, times are so uncertain I think expectations need to be managed to avoid disappointment whilst in the middle of being managed by the current Muppets 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 maybe aim slightly lower than you're used to suspend all expectations of our government and the world
I wasn't expecting it to do that what it did just then and I love the fact that it did love that in my head I see this as an alien having fun and the alien keeps singing a different melody I love it oh the alien's tired he's having a little rest now but he's a very very happy alien He's having a laugh. I know you're gonna dig this. Also on Biological Beats, a tune called Alucard. Unexpected bassline. Oh my god, this tune demonstrates 
so much. So many people hit me up and say, um, how can I be a great artist, be a good artist, make my music better? How can I make it? What do I have to do? Have you got any advice? Um, yeah, I have actually. Listen to this tune. Don't copy it, but listen to it. Realise that it isn't doing what you expected. So, normally I say, look, you need to be original, but that's not clear enough. So I would say, make the unexpected, make surprises, and make them work. Yes, you can make a good living being very predictable by ticking boxes and being perfect. But when you're on your deathbed and you're looking back over your life, do you want to say to yourself, I led a good life, I did what everybody expected, and I did it really well. Or, I lived a good life, sometimes it was difficult, but I made lovely surprises. And I did things that other people haven't done. Red V and Millbrook on hospital. This is called Poison. Shout to Fred, shout to everyone at Hospital Records. Keeping the quality bar high. Oh, 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 
And this is a remix of one of my favourite hospital tunes, Clap Track by Lynx, remixed by Think Tonk for the 25 Years After Party EP. Check it out. Remember that clap with them. Sound of Manchester. This is TI and Particle. Kill switch on critical music. And uh, Stephen Hawking is famous for him having said, my expectations were reduced to zero when I was 21. And everything since then has been a bonus.
Incoming, of course, this is Spy on his new label, Dark Matter. This is called Alpha Centauri. Go on, Carlos, let's do this. As William Shakespeare himself said, expectation is the root of all heartache. Now, coming up, in conversation with me, Jumping Jack Frost. Now this was recorded over Zoom. So apologies if the sound quality isn't 100%, but what Frost says is more than 100%. But I don't want you to get your expectations up. Okay, in a bit. Okay, I am joined in the studio uh, by the one and only, the legendary and my very good friend, Jumping Jack Frost. How are you, mate? I'm good, sir. Do you know what I mean? Thank you for having me on. Wicked. Welcome. Welcome to the Thingcast. This is episode two. And um, I'm kind of theming each episode because I want to actually discuss concepts in each episode. And... uh, the sort of like the theme of, of this, apart from beautiful music and amazing drum and bass, is expectation, which is something that I've only this year I've only really been thinking about. As this is a very powerful word, and is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Can it be both? I'd I'd love to have your opinions, sir, and um, particularly like. Let's let's start from the point of view of running a label. Mm. So you get demos. When you listen to demos, what kind of mindset do you have, and do you do you employ any level of expectation? I think, especially when you're listening to a demo, you have to you have to start a blank canvas. Yeah, you can't have any expectations. You can't compare it or compare any artist to another. You have to just take it on. Well, I'll go back to the DAT tape days. You slip out the DAT, you put it in, play, press play, the blank canvas starts and we paint a beautiful picture, yeah? Yeah. And um, the only expectations I have is that, it's not expectation, it's more hopeful, hoping that it's something good 
with something beautiful, yeah. something artistic, something that that can let the, the, the goosebumps in your arm stand up, which is, you know, when you go through that process, you get that now and again, which is something that, and it's, it's that feeling that you want to always have. Do you know what I mean? When you listen to a new piece of music. Yeah. Um, so I think expectation, especially in regards to demos and labels, are, it's, it should be kind of non-existent. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's more a hope, a hope and a, and a belief. Do you know what I mean? Expectation maybe comes after when artists get established and you expect them to have a certain standard of, of their work, yep. what we're used to, and we expect that standard to be consistent. Do you know what I mean? And but, it's like, yeah, it's like, um, I mean, yeah, when you're a and ring or listening to demos for V recordings and with Brian, respect to Brian, shout out there. Yeah. Um, you, I mean, I, I can hear from your output from, from the label that you don't go into it armed with expectations when you're listening to artist tunes and new tunes. And that shows in the variety of music that you put out and the quality of music. And also, what, what I'm learning a bit is the surprises. You know, yeah. if you're expecting things, then you're going to miss surprises. Yeah, aren't you? exactly. And I can hear that in all, all the output on V over the years. Exactly, exactly. And um, I'm going to tell you a story because Brian does a lot of the, lot of the um, A&R and the sign and stuff because he's got a he's got a brilliant ear, brilliant ear for a, a, a new record. Sometimes I'm. Um, Sometimes I'm not as patient. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, whoa, come on, come on. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you a story. I didn't know this until recently. Calibre had been trying to send me music for wow. months and I just ignored him. I just thought, <laughs> When? When was this? A long time ago. Wow. I just ignored him. I just, just like, do you know what I mean? Because well, I get so much stuff and then... And then Brian, then, then Brian heard him, Fabio heard him, and then Fabio signed him. Yeah. You know I mean? But before that, he'd been trying to send me, send me, and I was just like, so I do get it wrong a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like a, a Beatles moment, isn't it? That's like, wow. <laughs> I do get it wrong a lot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So expectation, I expect to, I expect to, um, hear good records, I expect to be surprised. And like, you know, we've got artists like Think Tonk, Tink Tonk, that yeah. a completely different concept, but it works. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And oh, Yeah, you know, shout to Think Tonk, he's amazing. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It works. Yeah. You know, and um, we just expect to always be fresh and expect to always push it out, push the envelope, push the boundaries a little bit more. I think that's our most, that's our main expectation. Do you know what I mean? And just to be V, just to go off the, go off the vibe that we've always gone off of, hearing a record. Like, I'll tell you another story. Like, I was in Music House many years ago and um, Optical was in there with me. Hmm. And he was like, oh man, I've got this new tune, I've got this tune. He's like, I've got this tune. I, I don't know, it's, it's a little bit different, but have a listen to it do you know what I mean and he played me function and I was oh, like wow. I want this right away I didn't need the crowd or the, the rewind or the big moment yeah, yeah, I just yeah. knew that was a V record straight away do you know what I mean 
And he was like, are you sure? Because it's a little bit different. I'm like, no, we want it. Do you know what I mean? And the expectation for myself to spot that, do you know what I mean? That's like the air. And it's like, I expect to be able to identify a tune. Not someone telling me it's a good tune. I expect my vibe, my my standards of music and what I'm looking for, I expect that to always be alive to whatever. It could be something completely different. But if I feel that, I expect to be able to spot it. Do you know what I mean? That's that's what's really interesting is that every every mention of expect or expectation that you employ or you employ with the label um, is about you and it's about parts of you that you know, that you know you can do. So it's like upholding um, quality, isn't it? Yeah. So you're not you're not kind of like burdening somebody else with an expectation, which I think is where, apart from with children, um, or maybe in the classroom, where you do have to have expectations of your kids. Well, I'm sort of a big kid at heart, anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, so am I. <laughs> Join the club. <laughs> that's 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 why I'm stepping forward from hospital because I'm still a kid. <laughs> How can a kid be CEO of a of a big big music company? You know, it doesn't work. Okay. So um, so yeah, but it's like I really like. I was listening to what you're saying, and like all of those expectations are of things you know about yourself. Yeah, you just want to keep the measure of and live up to and build upon. Yeah, and I mean, I, I was talking to Mosey yesterday about. Um, his expectations and like expectations in the studio and when we're making tunes we kind of can't have an expectation of how the tune's going to turn out because otherwise it would be really predictable and boring exactly but as a producer with a certain skill set you can have an expectation of yourself to to kind of like hit the right level with the mix down with the production on the technical side the expectation fulfills a purpose and it's not destructive yeah but on the kind of creative that thing that you can never define on that side you cannot have an expectation no. it has no, no place in that because it just interrupts no. it's that thing about being it, in the it, it interrupts the creative process because it's like it's down to the artist to create and to come up with something and it's down to me to expect myself to spot what's right for me do you yeah. know what I'm saying that's why it's good that some artists have got different le- children, different labels, because the expectation for someone else is something, something different to my expectation. Do you know what I mean? This is very true. Now, do you think your like your view on expectation um, has it changed as you've developed um, and, and grown, like since you were a younger man? Yeah, it has. I think I expect a lot less now, and I'm, I think. I'm grateful for, I'm a lot more grateful mm. and tolerant and understanding. Do you know what I mean? Because sometimes expectations can be quite selfish as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I think I'm a lot more understanding and I'm a lot less hard, I'm a, I'm a lot less hard on people and hard on myself as well, Tom. Do you know what I mean? Because I used to be really hard on myself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I expected way too much of myself. Do you know what I mean? All the time. Yeah, I know totally what you mean. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So I think now I'm a lot more a lot more um grateful and humbled and just I try to I enjoy 
the moments more now because I've had such a whirlwind of a career. Some some of it, my feet hasn't touched the ground. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But now I just want to enjoy things and savor them and and expect less. Expect less, enjoy more. That's that's brilliant, man. That's really inspiring because expectation is is kind of the enemy of living in the moment, isn't it? I mean, like, who was it? A Jay, Jay Centric wrote in and he said, um, so expectation, I throw expectation out of the window when I'm in the studio, except that I expect to create something. Forcing myself to go in a specific direction is a hindrance to my workflow. And I find that results are much better when I just go with it. Yeah. So uh, absolutely true. And um, Edwin Fairbrother says, expectation causes problems. It's the killer of mindfulness. And it's he's dead right. I mean, that's a, that's a good that's a good point. Yeah, I think I mean, like I'm in a a similar mindset to you now. This year, I had an awful year last year, and I've kind of learned that the reason it was so bad was because of my expectations. Exactly. It wasn't what people threw at me. It was how I reacted, and I reacted and I didn't respond. Yeah. These things are very, very different. And I reacted because I had expectations of myself, of the world, of other people. And nobody can match. When it comes down to it, nobody can actually match expectations. No. And why should they? And how how dare we put them on other people? You know, it's just blatantly unfair. And it's, it's an expression of ego. It's like you said, it's selfishness. It's that it's that moving is that moving the, the goalposts all the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you know your expectation. If someone meets it, you expect more and more and more and more. You keep moving that goalpost. You know what I mean? Which yeah, is, yeah, um, yeah. It's tough. It's tough to live up to. So I saw that you did a gig yesterday. <coughs> yeah, bloody good. I felt, I felt oh, such a good feeling, man. Was it, was it a proper gig with people dancing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full on, man. Full on. On those uh, we've got for Rich FM. It was really. Did. It was liberating. <laughs> Yeah, I, I saw your clips online. It, it looked awesome. And yeah. um, sorry, I'm sorry I have to ask this. Was it what you expected? Um, or didn't you expect anything? I didn't expect anything. I expected to feel a bit nervous, which I did, which yeah. is which I think is a good thing. That's a good thing. And I felt, and I felt a little bit socially awkward because I spent so much, so much time at, at home alone with my dog. Do you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> Shout out. Yeah, yeah, you met me before when you've been around. Um, and you know, just to be around so many people, it was it was quite strange. Yeah. For half hour or so, and then I was all right. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but I did do a lot of hugging and all that. I was still like no. do you know what I mean? I bet everyone was a little bit like that, weren't they? Yeah, do you know what I mean? But um yeah, by the end of the night, after a few drinks and that, you know, it was all like and everything, but yeah. <laughs> It was it was really it was really good. Really good. Yeah. I was I was supposed to be doing a, my first gig today at Stand and Calling Festival. But um I had to have an emergency operation on Monday. Okay. Um, I won't go into details, but it was um it was a a slightly private area. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, so, so it hurts, man. It's like, oh Christ, yeah. I don't want to be walking Let's down the day long. Do you know what Let's I mean? Just off down this weekend. <laughs> no, I'm not playing, no, I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna be in the studio. Yeah. But um and I didn't expect that, I'll tell you. <laughs> no, <I think> you didn't. <laughs> no, so um 
yeah, massive shout out to you for the Frost Report. Which oh, yeah, if man. If anyone doesn't know about the Frost Report, you need to subscribe. Um, it is an absolutely essential podcast. And it goes Thank way you. beyond music. It goes right into some very, very gnarly, gritty problems. Yeah, we talk about... We have, we, we've had some, obviously, we talk, we, we, the first one was about racism in this country. I had Spencer Fearon, um, who's an ex-professional boxer. Kevin Campbell, she's played football for Arsenal. Mm. Funk Butcher was on there. And then the next one I spoke about, um, how can we keep women safe? Obviously, yep. with the whole Sarah Everard thing. Um, and plus mental health as well. There's a, a split between mental health and music and keeping women safe. And then the last one I've done was about county lines. Yeah. You know what I mean? The whole thing with the gangs and stuff. Yeah, and then next week, I'm interviewing Ice-T. <laughs> Amazing. I mean? <laughs> Ice-T is going to be on the next Frost Report. Do you know what I mean? So I should be recording that, because at the moment, Ice, because he's like very much at four o'clock in the morning, man. Like, you know, like, yo, yo, Ice, he's like, yo, what's up, man? You know what I mean? So he's got a lot to say. So we're going to be talking about the same thing, the serious youth violence, because you know, there's a massive surge in youth violence and gang activity in this country now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Out of control. There's so many murders. And I think lockdown hasn't helped. Do you know what I mean? Lockdown hasn't helped. It's like these kids are somewhere from losing their minds with that. You know, this, the violence is a lot. So well, I mean, in, in lockdown, it's like people lose their minds, and then yeah. the streets were deserted. Yeah, do you know so what I mean? it was actually easier to kind of run around and and do stuff. It's crazy, it's crazy. So you know, I'll be talking to Ice about that, um, and then after Ice, I'm, I'm talking to Chuck D from Public Enemy. After that, wicked. And um, I've got some. I've got some good. And I'm, I'm, at some point, I'm going to speak to Linford Christie and Dwayne Chambers yeah. as well. Um, Something, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I just, I try to, I, I want to do like a, I want to do one called We Love Drum and Bass and have like some people sitting down. And I, I forgot to mention, I've done one with um, Mental Health in the scene when I sat down with Friction. Right. Matthew Swift and Doc Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about that. Uh, that that was that was one. Yeah, yeah, that, that was really good. Mental health in a drum and bass scene. I mean, yeah, that, that was like, that was um, that, that was, was an That was an interesting conversation. These are the yeah. conversations we have to have because what people don't know, right? Because like people think people always identify mental health as a mental illness, but what they don't know is that mental health is a thing. We use our mental health every day. Some yeah. days it's good, some days it's bad. Do you know what I mean? But all of us. I've experienced both. Do you know what I mean? And it's a good, yeah. It's, um, it's a good conversation to have because yeah. your mindfulness and your mental health is really important. It's just like you know, it's just like, just like as, as important as your body. Do you know what I mean? Your mind is. You got to yeah. look after your mind. Well, I mean, the brain's a muscle. Exactly. So yeah. uh, it requires training and maintenance. You know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but. I know that speaking for myself, my brain is absolutely full of shit and <laughs> I have to maintain that every single day and make sure that I don't pay any attention to it. Otherwise, my, otherwise my, it will just lead me astray. Mine will, really lead will. Me up, mine will lead me into the path of the devil. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. So, it's true. Yeah. And I, I have to it's stay on, on the path of God. You know, it, it's, uh, yeah. it's important. So, yeah, talking about mental health, um, Peter... One of my listeners, he wrote in, he said, um, I think having expectation is a double-edged sword. I've learned that people accept 
expect me to act a certain way because of my autism, but they don't understand. And sometimes the expectation can hinder me uh, because I have to be a different person. And I don't think it's right to have expectations on others because when you do, and if they don't live up to them, you get disappointed because they haven't lived up to them. Mm. So uh, I totally hear what Peter's saying there. You know, uh, I would say big shout out to Peter there. Yeah, that's very brave of you to look at it that way. Especially mm. with your autism, it's difficult, probably difficult for you to to um, to detect that in yourself mm. and to recognise that. So I commend you for that, Peter. Yeah, big shout, out, Peter. Big, big shout out to you, mate. Yeah, big yeah. shout. Definitely. So um, let's see. Let's, let's get one more little gem. Um, yeah, Victor Saxunga. It's a lovely name. Um, <laughs> I believe expectations can be very detrimental for happiness, regardless of whether it's an expectation coming from within or from your peers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know what I want to ask you. One more thing. Uh, people cling to expectations in uncertain times and when they fail to be met will severely impact the individual's mental well-being. One can replace the need to have or place expectations by embracing the now, as well as using encouragement to affect one's or somebody else's life in a positive way. Uh, yeah, Victor, right on, mate. But what I made me think, the question I wanted to ask you was, as a DJ, um, that moment that sometimes you get in your career, um, when you go into a dance, you go into a club, and you don't know the night, you don't know the audience. Yeah. And you know, you know the people coming into the club have got certain expectations, most of them. You don't quite know what they are. Um, and you don't even know what your expectations are of their expectations. Yeah. What on earth do you play as your first tune? I think that what I do, what I do, I just do me. Because I just, I just do me. I just do what I've always done. And I will read, I will start thinking about that 10 minutes before I go on. Yeah. 10 minutes before, and I see what's being played, I look at the mood of the club and I'll start analysing and making a psychological evaluation then. Yeah. Because anything before, you're trying to predict the mood of the party, which yeah. is a, a fail. Do you know what I mean? It's true. So um, I'll wait until right at that point there and read it then 10 minutes before. Do you know what I mean? Because you've got different scenarios, haven't you? Mm. You know, you've got different in intros or different scenarios. Subconsciously, we all have, yeah? We all have Definitely. got different, subconsciously, you've got different ways you can play it when you go put that first record on. So I'll kind of start thinking about it 10 minutes before anything else. Then you're kind of taking a piss really, I think. Do you know what I mean? I'm not into all this stuff. Like people are like, oh, say, yeah, I planned out with my set. I'm going to play this, this and that. Like, fuck that. Like, what the fuck? Who the fuck do you think you are? What, like, do, do like, do six months of gigs with, with a perfect playlist. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Bollocks, isn't it? It really is. Do you know what I miss? Like, I, I miss that moment when, because I used to do exactly, when I had vinyl, I would go in, I'd put my records down, my record box, I'd open the lid like 15 minutes before I went on and I'd sort of like be looking at the crowds, seeing how they were reacting to what whoever was playing before me was playing and I'd be going through my records at the same time while thinking about that and I would start to pull certain records out yeah. with all of that in my mind kind of like responding to what's going on in the room 
yeah. and thinking, right, I, I'm going to do me because I've always yeah. done like you, but I'm going to do me this way because I think that this tune will that either flip it totally the opposite of what the DJ before has played. Um, if they're really, really banging it out, you know, full kind of neuro, um, then I, I go in with an opposite. But it's like that that routine, I can't get that routine with the USB sticks. Yeah, no, I, you can't. I, I have to kind of mentally try and remember exactly what's, what's you where. Can, you can't, the reason why, Tom, you can't actually see the physical record. Yeah. What you're doing there, when you sit down, you open that box, you start flipping through, you're getting a feel. Yeah. You're getting a feel for the room. You're and getting you're getting a feel in the moment the when there. Well. Some of the records, you don't even see the label. But when you see the sleeve, you know what it is. Yeah. As you flick, you might see the top of the colour. It might yeah. have a couple of stripes in it. Well, we yeah. know what that is. You playlist it subconsciously. In, you know what I mean? You've got your little figure, you're looking at the room. That's that's what you call prep. You're working it. Yeah, it's true. You know I, mean? I, mean, I, I remember one time at, um, at Herbal in Hoxton, um, I, I was in the middle of my set and someone got bottled, right? And the guy who got bottled, he staggered over holding his head. Oh my God. And he kind of landed on, he landed on my dub plates, right? And there was blood all over the... Get off my dub plates! I mean, yeah, it was. I was like, well, what's my priority? It's my plate! Oh, for that, for like a year after that, because you know, dub plates were expensive, <gasps> didn't it? We really treasured them. And, for fuck's uh, sake, about 50 quid sometimes. Yeah, for a year after that, oh, I actually you. picked out my plates, not by, because all the plate, all the dub plates looked the same. They all had like the same cover. I picked them out by the pattern of blood on each one because I got to learn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, a, that, that's a good way of identifying it. Yeah, yeah. There's a few drops, there's a bit of smudge, yeah? Uh, yeah, there's a fingerprint. <laughs> okay. hey, because I, what I used to do, sometimes I never had the label them, so I just do like two two X's, kiss, 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 or do a squiggle. And after a while, when it, you just know that's a tune, yeah. yeah. So a couple of drops of blood, mate. That's like that's gold dust. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> you and know what it is? Little tears on the cover as well. You get to know which tear was which. You know exactly. Uh, you know I mean? The only thing about some of them places that. Well, especially me, I and you put him put him in a different cover, so that goes out the window. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's over. Yeah, I just yeah. go there like fucking hell. That's not, that's not meant to be in there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you got to put him back again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, those days. Um, so anyway, let's let's uh, let's bring this to a close. I mean, it's it's been brilliant to get your angle on expectation. Thank you, Tony, man. Very illuminating, and very very uh, very reassuring. I think. You know, Thank you. and I think it's it's something it's important for everybody to think about expectation and how you bring expectation into the world, and do you put it on people's shoulders, or do you yeah, just keep it yourself to things that you know you can do and just you want to do them a little bit better? You know. Do you know what? Before I go, I got I, I, I go to therapy mm. at least once a month. My therapist his name is Spencer. Great guys to be in the music business, yeah. And um, he, he's like, he's got his theory. He's like, he got, draws a circle and he's like, this is you. And it's like, it's like a bubble. Mm. And it's like, you can go around it like that. At some point, it's going to burst. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's got boom, 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 boom. And this is our expectation, yeah? At some point, the bubble's going to burst. Do you know what I mean? Nice. 
And I think the older we get and the more the more wise we get, you just start settling down a little bit. Yeah. You don't rush around the bubbles as much. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, because, yeah, for, for anyone out there thinking, like, therapy is really good. Do you know what I mean? It's like, if you've got problems or whatever, it's always good to talk to someone, man. It is. My it's really important. the world of good. It's done me the world of good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's so important yeah. to do that. I don't have any expectations of him, though. Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you go into therapy, and I, I've been into therapy, like, a few times in my life, and you have to leave expectations outside the room. You have to. Do you know what I mean? You can't take them inside or else it's not going to work. I'll tell you what, because I do is hypnotherapy. And I was like, at first I was like, does this stuff really work? He's like, mate, just relax. Do you know what I mean? And he's like, he's talking to me and I'm gone. And he's like, you were asleep for 45 minutes. I'm like, are you for real? And while, while, I'm, while I'm asleep, he's talking to me and he's kind of fixing things. It's fucking, it's... it's it's ingenious, yeah. do you know what I mean? I, I did go once to hit the therapist and I just couldn't let go. Nah. I was hanging, I couldn't let go, I was hanging on and I didn't believe, I didn't believe in it. You know? Yeah, I, I didn't believe dead. in it either, Tony. But I was, I was like... I had to try even, you know, I was I was there. like, I was, I was drifted off and then every time I go there now, and if they don't, he's just got his voice as well. I just think he's, you know, it's like the old days, he's got that, look at the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, with the watch. Yeah. yeah, it's almost that. And I'm like, ah, uh, on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Oh, that's brilliant. Well, um, we'll have to do this again sometime. Yeah, man. And we're we'll going for, go for something sweet next week, yeah? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, ne next week's nice and clear for me, so let's do that. All right, my brother. <laughs> okay, Jumpy Jack Frost, thank you very much indeed. Thank you, man. And yeah. thank you to everyone out there. Love you all, man. Peace, man. Yeah, big shout out to all the junglist drum and bass heads and people who are happy just to like think about things every now and then and let things happen, you know. So, peace out. Have a great day. Same to you, bro.